Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. It is time for powering your property this hour on prime time when we bring you the latest property sector news and updates. Well, it's no secret that we're experiencing rapid technological changes across every industry, making our lives easier, mostly, and businesses more efficient. Mostly. Definitely. And CRE <laughs> Tech, that's commercial real estate technology, is mm-hmm. a significant, uh, seeing a significant boom with more and more startups focused on digitalizing aspects of the commercial real estate market. Well, new innovations and market players have given rise to things like smart building ecosystems tied to the Internet of Things. Well, we have someone here to share uh, with us more of his insights. And that would be Tommy Crowley, Global Director of APEC at Wired Score. Good afternoon, Tommy. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Tommy, uh, the uh, Wired Score, what, what sets you apart as a company? Yeah, so firstly, just I guess to give a bit of context. So what WideScore does is it sets the global standards of technology in the built environment um, by assessing, improving and, and promoting the digital connectivity and smart capabilities in buildings uh, through our WideScore and Smart School certifications. Mm-hmm. Um, and what sets us apart is that we're the only scaled and internationally recognized standards for smart and digital connectivity um, across North America, Europe, and then launching in Singapore as our, our first Asian market um, um, last month. Um, so we're excited to be here. Right. Um, One of the things that you do um, is research, right, into the current uh, landscape uh, of technology. And you had a report done, uh, recently launched, I understand. It's called Smart Nation, the Technology Transforming CRE. What are the most interesting findings uh, in the report that are relevant to Singapore? Yeah, so firstly, just to explain, I guess, the report was a survey, or the results of a survey we did with, with 200 real estate decision makers within occupiers. So people working in companies, making decisions about the location, size, format of the offices they occupy. And there were kind of four key interesting findings. Um, the first is that the appetite for smart technology from these occupiers is undeniable. Mm. 85% actually said that they wouldn't find a lease for an office building that wasn't smart-enabled. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that appetite is really strong. Um, secondly, it, was, it may seem obvious to you, but the, the thing that came out really strongly is how crucial best-in-class digital connectivity or, or great internet and mobile connectivity is for us all. Um, they, they said after choosing, you know, when choosing an office, sorry, after the location and transport link, best-in-class connectivity was the second most important factor, which highlights how reliant we all are on it now for how we live and work. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, um, sustainability came out really strongly. That's probably not a surprise to you, but you know the imperative for landlords to use technology to, to better uh, power their sustainability outcomes. And then finally, a big imperative for landlords to use technology to make us all feel safe in returning to the office. Um, occupiers are demanding assurances and, and well-being reporting, so they feel comfortable coming back in. Well, um, so some interesting findings there. Yeah, four in five, you said, uh, uh, said that they would not consider a building if it wasn't smart-abled, right? What does that mean exactly in practical and real terms in, in day-to-day um, activities? Yeah, so in terms of smart enablement, we think of a smart building, we define a smart building as one that is... Um, Inspirational, so using technologies to deliver a more seamless uh, journey around the building for occupiers. Um, it's sustainable, so using technology to improve um, carbon emissions. It's cost efficient, so using technology to, to reduce operating costs. 
and it's future-proof, so it's set up in a way that can incorporate um, um, future technology going forward. And I guess what that tangibly means is you think about the outcomes for all users of buildings. So, you know, for people visiting the building, what's the access to the building like? How's technology used for wayfinding, etc.? Um, for for facility managers, how is all the data in the building pulled together in one place such that they can, um, you know, track all the different systems and, and, and look at it all in one place? So there's lots of different outcomes for lots of different users, um, but maybe that gives you a bit of an insight. Mm. Okay, so now that you mentioned different outcomes for different users, so why are these, you know, digital connectivity, sustainability, wellness, all ranking high in the agenda of decision makers then? Yeah, I think they're all in, you know, ranking really highly because of the seismic shift in the landscape we've seen over the last couple of years in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, how we all live and work. And, and the result of that is that occupier expectations have changed. So they're not just looking for offices now that just supply desks and meeting rooms. They're looking for offices to really attract and retain employees and be cultural hubs to really drive their business to success. Um, so if you think about it, you know, connectivity is crucial to everything we do. We can't work without a great internet connection. And I need to lure my employees back into the office um, by assuring them that the connectivity in the office is going to be better than home. Mm-hmm. Sustainability, you know, occupiers want to know they're in a green building because we're, we're all under pressure to report on our ESG. And then finally, wellness. I need to make my employees feel safe coming back in. Um, so I think it's all part of, you know, occupiers trying to win in the war of talent and, and really make their offices these kind of cultural hubs um, that help them do that. Okay, well, um, for those who are just joining us, you're with Money FM 89.3 and we're speaking to Wire Scott's uh, Global Director of APEC, uh, Tommy Crowley. Now, Tommy, um, all the use of technology, utilisation of technology is well and good, but does that not make a reliance on electricity a lot higher? So in terms of electricity cost, there's energy cost, right? And in terms of risks... The operational risk is, is very much centered on one element, which is electricity. So if there were ever any sort of breakdown in the you know, electrical grid or something, you know, it does render us very, very vulnerable to a complete breakdown of uh, business operations. Yes, there's probably two points to touch on there. The first is around energy costs. So yes, technology is all powered by electricity, um, so you would expect a rising cost. But actually, what technology helps you do is, is sort of measure occupancy around the building and then turn off systems when different areas aren't in use so that you can actually save on your energy costs. That's the first thing. Mm. But secondly, on, on breakdown, you know, one of the key things that we look for is resiliency. And we, we look for all the backup power measures to be in mm. place so that people don't experience outage. Um, so you're, you're right to highlight that because it's a really key foundation um, that needs to be in place to, to ensure that you have a great kind of connected and, and smart building. Tommy, let's talk about the challenges uh, for landlords in creating these uh, user-centric smart smart spaces what sort of challenges could they be facing from their side yeah i think the major challenge here is that technology is constantly evolving and how do you how do landlords you know think about addressing that and um, there was a great quote from the ceo of microsoft actually at the beginning of the pandemic that said you know we've seen two years of technological innovation in two months and um, so how do we help them address that evolution and um, what we do is we help them get the right technological foundations in place um, that are set up in, with flexibility in mind and set up with enough capacity to incorporate future technologies. And I think the second challenge they face is that investing in technology can be really expensive. Um, but actually, exactly, yes. Yeah, but, but I think the benefits you know, hugely outweigh the cost if, if it's done right, uh, both in terms of delivering upside, in terms of rental, um, save costs, um, but also actually there's the risk of obsolescence if you don't do it, which could be very costly if, if a building is no longer occupied by good tenants. Mm. Mm, mm. 
Now, I'm sure the shift um, didn't come just like, you know, uh, recently. So even it probably started even before the pandemic, right? So how, what kind of changes have you seen um, in the way people think and conceptualize uh, the whole, um, you know, smart technology, smart building um, uh, concept, right? Uh, with given the, the impact of the pandemic. Yeah, so, so I, I think going back to that point around the change in tenant expectations and, and tenants expecting a lot more from their landlords in terms of what their space is able to do um, means that, that we've kind of seen a shift in, you know, I, I think landlords previously looked at technology just to deliver specific benefits, maybe just for sustainability or just to deliver cost efficiencies. And now I think that we're starting to see them partner with, with tenants um, to look at technology more holistically in terms of digital placemaking and how they can really create places that people want to be in. Um, so we're starting to see that shift. I'd say that shift actually today is, is slightly more marked probably in North America and Europe, mm-hmm. but we're starting to see kind of global MNCs demanding the same things here, so, here in Asia now. Mm. So Tommy, that's my next question for you. Your outlook for this uh, sector here in Singapore. Yeah, so I think Singapore is, is phenomenally well positioned to, to lead the way in terms of smart technology because of all the great investments um, mm. in creating kind of a digital backbone um, that, that they're in place. I think my outlook is that we're, we're just at the beginning of this smart journey. Adoption started, but it's only going to take off for all of the reasons we've discussed today. And, and tech is going to be a key enabler for, for many of the outcomes we look at in the real estate space, cost efficiency, sustainability, um, vacancy. Um, so what's really important is for landlords to start that journey today. And, and, and you know, we can help them do that, I guess, mm-hmm. with our benchmarks um, to navigate that journey ahead. Excellent. All right, Tommy, thank you very much for sharing your insights with us. Tommy Crowley there, the, the, the global director at Wired Scored on these smart offices and commercial space. You're listening to Primetime here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.